Hey, agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. If you enjoy our podcast, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode and help keep this show at the top of the charts so it can be found by more agency owners like you. And now for the show. Far too often, your projects are delayed. Those delays mess with your resourcing. They end up causing problems and issues with profit. Or they just plainly make your projects not profitable. That ends up causing loads of stress because now you have piled projects on top of each other. Every client got back to you all at the same time. And it's also just a bit of an irritation because you're having these really, really busy, entirely gut-wrenchingly tiring times in your business. And then these lulls where you're anxious and what's going on and how can I get it and I'm not getting replies, are they gone? Have I been ghosted? Types of situations happen. And, you know, the core of these issues are loads of compounding pieces, right? So you have issues, like I was mentioning, with clients ghosting and then coming back with a demand for it to be completed tomorrow. You have delayed feedback and then they demand for you to start over from the beginning. So they were having you work on a project. They didn't really give you meaningful feedback and you went through multiple revisions and then they come back saying it completely missed the mark because they didn't actually spend the time to actually go through it appropriately. And now they're demanding for it to be completely redone and many of you do it. And then in a lot of instances, they will ask for more work out of scope and they expect it. They believe you should do it because the client's always right, at least in America. So I wanted to talk to you today about client coordination and timely projects and how to manage these types of things with a client. And I mean, really at the basis of any client coordination and, and keeping them in and getting a project going appropriately is in communication. And so there's three sort of stages in this type of communication. And I want to walk you through the things that you should be considering. And if you're not doing them right now, it's something that you should be looking at implementing ASAP. So let's talk about where the relationship begins in sales. In a lot of instances, and this is where lots of agencies will go wrong, is that they will not set expectations here, not let the client know what are the boundaries that they have because they're afraid that it'll result in a no. But this is where the relationship starts to go off track because the client needs to know what is required of them to do so, to have the project be successful, for them to meet their deadline, for them to have the result they're looking for. And they should be as committed, if not more, than you are to making sure that that happens. And it's about letting them know how they're going to do that so you can share the types of clients, the things that they're doing that allow for them to be most successful and ultimately allowing for them to understand what that looks like. And so explaining to them and understanding, one, who is the client that has the success, right? How many hours does it take for them to engage with you? What is it going to look like? 
How are they making decisions internally? Who's going to need to be involved in these these rounds of revisions and feedback and communication? Who needs to be on the daily on the weekly meetings with them? And allowing for you to understand and for them to understand what is going to be required of them. The big piece to do here is having a couple of things listed on your proposal. Agency responsibilities and client responsibilities, inclusions and exclusions. So agency responsibilities are going to be things like we're going to be responsive to you Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 p.m., whatever your time zone, providing you with high, high quality, amazing work at every single stage, managing a project, ensuring things are moving along and going to hit timeline, making sure that so going through what it is that your agency is responsible for then obviously depending on your service they're going to be augmented so and then you have client responsibilities they're going to respond to you within 48 hours of all requests all feedback rounds must be done within 72 hours to avoid any additional fees and delays in timeline that they are going to be providing you with all the assets within the first five days after a contract has been signed like here's all the things that the client has to do and because the client is going to need to be involved, at least for the vast majority of you, the client does need to be involved to allow for you to be successful. So let them know what that looks like, what is going to be required of them to make sure that that actually happens. And so if you don't actually list that, then they're, they don't know and make sure that they are aware of them. And as they go through to signing on the dotted line, make sure that they are aware of those and cover them in the sales conversation. The other piece is the inclusions and exclusions that manages the scope side of things. So the client, I mean, not wrongly for them, right? They will take a very liberal definition of what the scope and what is included in the scope because that's what's in their better interest. So don't allow it to have ambiguity. And the best way that I've seen to not have ambiguity is to have not only inclusions, but exclusions. So you list all the things that you're not going to be doing within this existing scope of work. So let's say that you're designing a new site, but you're not creating any original imagery, you're not doing any video editing, you're not doing any of those things, that all of this stuff is going to have to be provided by the client. You're not doing any copywriting, for example, and all of it is to be provided by the client, and that's what's the scope for this particular project. Make sure that it's listed. That they, it's very clear in black and white, this is included and this is not. If it's not, then it would be at additional cost, clearly. And so when that happens, if that happens and they expect one of those things to be done, then you let them know this is not, this is one of the items that was specifically excluded from this, this SOW. And we're happy to take care of it for you, assuming it's something that you do do. And let them know we're happy to take care of it for you. And we'll, we'll send over an estimate. And so you can manage scope much easier that way. Now, the onboarding call is the next phase and next step. Before the onboarding call, where a lot of people go wrong, a lot of agencies, they actually do not have an internal call beforehand, at least not one that is meaningful. And when I describe it as meaningful, what I mean is that they are going through the project manager, the day-to-day -day client contact, has actually watched the recordings of the sales calls. So they know exactly who this person is. They understand their temperament. They understand the expectations that have been set. They understand exactly where things are, can have potential to go wrong. And they understand the client in a, in a more meaningful way rather than it just being hearsay from the salesperson. And then you actually walk through, here's what the objectives are of the client. Here's the base of the creative brief. 
here's what success looks like for us, for the agency, and have a very clear understanding of what, how that all plays out. And so everyone is, all, is very clear on what the project's supposed to look like, how everything should go. And then at this point, you can have the client onboarding call. And so when you go through the client onboarding call, you're going to start with what are the outcomes, what are the objectives? And if you've listened to anything about proposals from me, trainings or podcasts, you know the sort of cadence to it. But in that proposal, you have what the goals are, KPIs for this project for the client. Here are the goals for you, right? You start there. Here is what is in the scope for you. Here's all the things that are going to be included. And here's the timeline. Included in parts through that timeline are the things that the client is going to be responsible for in order for things to actually play out appropriately. Once you've done that, you have any discussion items, any decisions, any follow-up, any questions that you have, any things you need to obtain. Obviously, that changes depending on the service of what your agency does. And you go through all those items that you need to collect. And then you end the call with a listing of the items that are going to be the next action steps. After the meeting's done, you summarize that and send it to them with what I've referred to as a game plan, but it's essentially a to-do list, both for the agency as well as for the client, summarizing what those things need to be done. And as an ongoing component to the management of this, and there's a couple of things here that I want to hit when it comes to ongoing management, is the ongoing management piece is actually following up with the client. They are going to forget, I promise you they are going to forget. They are not as, they are not project managing this project like you are. That is your responsibility. They are not watching to see whether they are responding on time. What is the next deadline that they need to have? What is the next deliverable that they're supposed to be getting to you? What is the next round of feedback that they're supposed to have? They don't remember. You do because your project is reliant on it, but they don't. And you don't want a thing to be a surprise to them that a project is going to go delayed because they didn't provide you feedback. And I hear this all the time from agencies is, yeah, this, this client's not getting back to me. And it's like, okay, well, when was the last time you spoke to them about this particular feedback? Well, we t covered it all when we were on the onboarding call. It's like, how long ago was that? Four months ago? <laughs> okay. I'm sure lots of things have happened in their lives in the past four months, in their work in the last four months. And you're expecting them to remember every single piece of that timeline from four months ago, good luck. It's not going to happen. So throughout the ongoing management component, why I'm bringing this up is you actually want to have someone ideally on your team that is going to be reminding them. So let's say that they are supposed to be doing this particular piece and they, they need to give you some feedback. They've been working on something or should have been working on something. You're going to check in with them throughout that, that process. How are things coming along? Is there anything that we can do to help? Hey, I want to remind you that everything's coming due in seven days. Hey, I want to remind you that we're looking for everything in the next three days. Hey, I just want to check in. Everything's due tomorrow. Is everything going right? Can we still expect everything by end of day tomorrow? Day of, give them a call, find out what's going on. Are we still expecting this end of day? Day after, if they haven't, give them a call. Hey, notice we didn't get everything yesterday. And stay on top of them so that they actually know exactly what's going on. Knowing exactly what's actually supposed to be happening here managing that project appropriately so that they know and that was maybe a little bit of a dramatic sort of timeline because it could be hey you're giving them some feedback they need it within 72 hours the day before you remind them hey i need it by tomorrow day of you remind them hey just want to make sure we're still expecting it today 
and day after if they haven't, letting them know that the project, if we do not have it by this time today, unfortunately will need to be pushed and and there may be a fee associated as well if there if your contract has a stoppage fee or a delay fee or any of that. The thing that you really want to make sure now from an ongoing client perspective, and I was as I was describing that sort of four month long, I imagine that there's key touch points throughout the relationship that you're meeting with the client throughout that timeline. And the thing that I want you to be thinking about here is when it comes to that ongoing management piece, you want to be putting in front of them those a lot of those same things that I talked about in the onboarding call. What are the go what are the goals for this project? What is the timeline specifically? What is the next step? Exactly what's what is it looking like? And continue to update that timeline. It could be in a Gantt chart order oriented, or it could be even just a list of bullet points of what is the next phase of this project and what are the requirements for both you and for them? And what are they going to need to be doing next? And remind them at each stage. Remind them of what happens if it does not take place. Remind them of the consequences. There's consequences for everything in life. And yet we do not remind the client of what those would be when working with us. We're afraid. And why? They are here for the outcome. They want it too. And we are bending over backwards, sacrificing our lives to make it happen for them. And we never told them. We may even be angry and frustrated and annoyed that they did not get it to us. But I'm going to call the kettle black here. You didn't tell them. You didn't hold them to that expectation. You didn't remind them. It's our fault, not theirs. They've had loads of things going on. They are not ingrained and immersed in that timeline of that project. And yet we expect them to remember it all. It's our fault, not theirs. So make sure that they know they should never be surprised of what's actually coming up. And it shouldn't. And it's if you want this project to go well, you want the timeline to actually move forward as expected. You need to have your clients coordinated very well. And if you have that nailed down well, your projects are more likely to be on scope. They're more likely to have more profit and they're more likely to complete on time, which allows for you to manage your resources a load better and hopefully get home to have dinner with the family. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what I'm going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now, so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during 
calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our, I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And it, yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks, and I'll see you inside the program.